Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and Celebrity Interviews live from the Grotto with Greg Hanna. Greg, what's going on, man? How are you? Doing great, Neil. How are you today? Fantastic. And I'm telling you, what we're going to find out about James Harris today is amazing, his new book, and we're going to talk about that. But first, his football career, former Raider James Harris. James, thanks for stopping by. How are you? Man, thank you guys for having me, man. It's good to hear your voice. Absolutely. Let's talk, James, specifically. Did you always want to be a football player growing up? my whole entire life my whole entire life i loved it from the age of seven the first time i seen a game i fell in love with it gee what was it about that you know seven that's pretty amazing oh the collision i love the collision <laughs> i love uh, the way that you can run into a person and get up and then you're okay and it felt good to run into people nice. so I, I i just fell in love with the collision so let's talk about James. Like, did you always think you could be an NFL player? Was that something you, like you that you thought you had the talent, or was it a challenge to get to the NFL? I always thought I had the talent. I I tell a story about me and my mom. I, I told my mom in 1977, the Dallas Cowboys was playing the Denver Broncos in New Orleans in the Super Bowl, and I watched Bush Johnson make a one hand catch. And I told my mom that day that I was going to play in the NFL. And the only thing a, a good mother said was. Okay, son, if you say so. But uh, I proved to her that I was going to make it. But that was my determination to get to the NFL and uh, make that my my job, my career, uh, and my passion. Uh, that's fantastic. You know, when you were seven, you know, what position did you just start off in? And then throughout your career, I don't know if you played college ball or what, what your path was to the NFL. You know, what positions did you play uh, later on? Well, in the beginning of my, my whole career, I was a, a quarterback. I never uh, played any other position besides quarterback. I didn't change positions until my junior year in college. I had never even made a tackle in my life because I only played quarterback from the age of seven or eight up until the age of um, maybe 20. I had never made a tackle in my life until that day um, in practice. And I told my coaches that I like to play defense. Okay, so that has that's a huge transition. How many people you think it became a, from quarterback to defense? Not about defensive back, but never a, a position like you played. You know, well, that's a that's that's a different transition. You know what I mean? Going from quarterback to defensive lineman. Uh, I just looked at it as um, I wanted to play in the NFL, and and at that time they really wasn't taking a lot of. Uh, black quarterbacks. Uh, I was at Temple University. We was running an option, and I wasn't an option quarterback, so I was kind of in limbo, and I was lost. And then one day we was doing scout team uh, uh, one-on-one pass rushing, and I was a scout team quarterback. And I looked over at my coach, Tom Spann, and I told him, I said, man, I can rush the passer like that. He said, no. I said, man. He said, you never made a tackle. I said, but I look at rushing the passer like playing one-on-one basketball because I was a good basketball player. And so I looked at rushing the passer like playing one-on-one basketball. And I looked at the quarterback as the goal. So I figured if I can beat a guy slimmer than me to the basket, I definitely can beat a heavier guy to the quarterback. And I just use my basketball moves to get past him. So in and out, you do that as a basketball player. That's a pass rush move, in, out, back in. A spin move, that's a basketball move. But the, the main objective is to get to the basket, no matter how you get to the basket. So – I said, that's the same way I took the approach of uh, getting to the quarterback. No, that's fantastic. Uh, do you have any memorable sacks that you want to share? Brent Favre. Every time I've seen Brent Favre, I got it. 
I don't <laughs> care if I was with the Raiders or I was with the Vikings. And Brett Ford was one of my favorite players to play against because I enjoy watching him play. And to be right there with him was always a enjoyment to play because Brent talked back to you. He was one of them tough guys, you know what I mean? He was yeah. a guy that you couldn't bully, and uh, he was a guy that you wanted to, to get to because as you're getting him, he's trying to get you. So let's talk about, James, how much size did you have to put on once you transitioned from quarterback to defensive end? Actually, I started gaining a little weight um, at the end of my junior year. I probably went from um, 235 to about 275, 280. And um, I did it over over a period of time, uh, from my junior year until the time to go uh, to the NFL. And then uh, the, the very first two years of the NFL, I, I was actually started to put on weight, but it's weird. Uh, nobody never even knew when I first got to the NFL, that was probably my second year ever tackling anyone. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Um, so I, I got to ask, because I'm from Boston. Did you ever uh, play against Tom Brady? Uh, no, I never got the chance to play against Tom. Um, I've, I've been to Boston and played against uh, New England when I was in Minnesota. I was part of that, that, that Drew Blesso game when he threw those, threw those uh, 77 passes and we didn't sack him. That was horrible. <laughs> nice. But, but no, I so never got the opportunity to get uh, Tom Brady. Gotcha. So do you consider yourself a Raider or a Viking? I'm a Raider. I love Minnesota for the opportunity that they gave me, but the Raiders have treated me so well. I mean, it's it's a different um, situation. It's a different organization. And the way that um, the Davids have treated me from the very first day that I came through the door, I just couldn't turn away and be nothing else beside a, a Raider. But I trust me, I love the Vikings because the Vikings gave me my opportunity to be an adult uh, with a job and also play uh, a sport for a living that I love. Wow, oh, cool. Did, did you have a mentor or, uh, you know, someone that helped you along when you got to the NFL that you remember that, uh, you know, took you under their wing or helped, helped you learn the ropes? Yes, Chris Dolman. I love Chris Dolman. I embodied Chris Dolman. I stole Chris Dolman's style. I started wearing his sleeves. I, I went and found the shoulder pads that he wore. I, I wanted to walk like Chris Dolman. I wanted to pass rush like Chris Dolman. I just wasn't as good as Chris Dolman. I was a better run 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 uh, player than Chris, but Chris was a much, much better pass rusher than I was. But Chris was a guy that uh, showed me that the NFL is a business. It's not a sport. It's a business. And as fast as you realize that it's a business, the longer you last in this game. So let's talk about your book now. That's okay. crazy, your transition from football, and talk about the title of the book. Yeah. Okay, the title of the book is called From the Playing Fields to the Feds. I know people get hung up when I say the Feds. Okay, the Playing Fields to the Feds is, is a lot of things that you go through as a professional athlete or as a young man growing up can lead you down some paths that you may not want to go through, I mean, go down. And I've done some things in my life that I'm not very, very proud of. And it, it led me uh, down that path to the, to the feds. And um, I was just making a lot of dumb mistakes in my life uh, with money and, and hanging with the wrong people. And I hopefully uh, people that get the opportunity to read my book don't get caught up in 
the glamorous life of, you know, of the, the women and the, the, the drugs and the partying and the houses and the car. Look at it as, okay, this is not the route that this man wanted to go down, but he went down, but he came out on the other end, the right, the right side. And I want a lot of people to see that you can make mistakes in your life and still come out on the right side. Oh, that's fantastic. So what are your thoughts around uh, promoting and maybe you do it today? Do you do um, speaking? Do you do you help uh, young athletes, uh, college or high school or? Well, I talk to a lot of college young guys I bump into uh, in the area that I live in out here. And uh, a lot of them I can relate to because a lot of them are trouble. And, 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 and one thing about uh, young athletes that get in trouble, they want to talk to someone that's been through what they've been through. And you can't go and tell them about some things that uh, you, you've never done. I've been through it all, man. And, and the, by the graces of God, he's brought me to this side where I'm even sitting here talking with you guys. And I'm still accepted in the NFL. And, uh, man, it's, it's wonderful to be able to make mistakes and, and people still accept you and see that you have grown from the, all the mistakes that you made. And I made a lot of them, but by the grace of God, uh, I came out on the right end. Let's talk about you hitting rock bottom. What was the rock bottom for you? Uh, the rock bottom was uh, going to the federal penitentiary, you know, sitting in that cell. That was uh, uh, the rock bottom. A lot of people didn't know that I was even in jail, you know. And um, I sat there and I evaluated some things in my life. Uh, and, and I just I put my life in order. Uh, I didn't do anything criminal. Well, I did some criminal when I was in jail, but nothing to hurt no one. The thing that I did was uh, was to, I disappointed some people. And uh, that's even worse than hurting them is disappointment. So um, that was my rock bottom sitting in that cell wondering, how did I get here? And that's why my book is called From the Playing Fields to the Feds. And if you see my cover, I wish I had my book, but uh, I'm, at, I was, I'm sitting in the gym doing this. But my book cover tells the story. <laughs> it's um, it's me looking in a mirror, and the reflection me in the looking in the mirror uh, in a football uniform. And the reflection of the mirror is me standing in a federal penitentiary uniform, and that's how I went from the playing fields to the feds. And and I'm just looking in the mirror, saying, "How did I get here? What did I do to get here?" And sitting in that cell. Uh, thinking, and I found out this is how I got there. All these mistakes that I made. But all these mistakes led me to become the man that I am today. Amen. You know, I think everybody makes mistakes, whether they admit it or not, and have the uh, courage to face it, do that introspective work and become better from it. No, so congratulations for that, James. Let me ask you, how long were you in jail and what what went through your mind? What was your routine? You know, how did you keep your uh, yourself positive? You know, what what thoughts did you work on to better yourself and, and your life to you know, become the amazing man that you are today? Well, I thought a lot of what I did was I, I went to work every day because I worked in a breakery and I went to work every day. Um, I worked out. I ran. I read. I read more than I ever read in my life. Uh, I uh, just I just took some, some time to find out how to love myself because I went a lot of years, man, not loving myself. And that, was, that, that, that took a toll on a lot of my relationship with people, uh, with women that I had, my, 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 my children's moms, um, because 
how can I love them? And I, I didn't know how to love myself. So if I, because if I love myself, I wouldn't continue making the dumb mistakes that I was making. And the weird thing about it that the NFL and Mr. Davidson still loved me and they, they kept, they gave me an opportunity. Even after all those mistakes I had made in my life, the NFL continued to give me an opportunity. But um, eventually you run out of opportunity if you keep doing dumb things. So after the penitentiary, where did you head up, end up? Uh, I ended up in California. Um, I didn't squander my money. So I wasn't coming out broke. I wasn't a brokey and, and I'm struggling and things like that. Um, I ended up in California in Rancho Cucamonga. I, I just sat around and, and I played a lot of golf. Um, I evaluated myself. I changed my surroundings. I put myself in a position to be around winners, thinkers, uh, people that was doing things that was taking their lives forward, not being stagnated, not doing things that, in, that was in the past that they thought that was really fun. So what I did was I just found myself around A people to make myself an A person. Gotcha. If you were speaking to uh, you know to a young group right now, and you know some some would never get in trouble. Others uh, are already in trouble, and and some are kind of right right down the middle, right in that line. And and there were three things, the three points that you'd want to get across to them to to make sure that they all you know didn't end up uh, in a an unfortunate situation such as you had. What what might those three things be that you would uh, get across to them? First thing I would do is tell them find a way to love yourself, love yourself because. One, if you love yourself, you won't make too many wrong mistakes. Two, find some people to be around that's positive and love themselves. And three, keep your head to the sky and always continue thanking God. Because if you put God first in your life, you can't make too many mistakes. Because if you follow his path, you usually don't go into many pitfalls. But if you start driving a car yourself, you're going to hit a pitfall. <laughs> so James what are you currently doing I'm currently just uh, writing a book I, uh, I finished my book I'm working on my um, to get my script I have a script to the book a movie I wrote a movie to the book and I'm trying to shop it get it out there and the movie is great I mean it's great and um, I'm just hopeful God or someone uh, will give me the opportunity and to read my script and take it and put it on screen for people can see my life. My life is very interesting. But like I said, only thing I got, I spent a lot of time with the Raiders, uh, signing autographs, um, going to different uh, community events for the Raiders. Um, and that's basically what I, I, my life revolves around is, is um, uh, spending time with the Raiders and, and, and going to different places, um, uh, football games, signing. Uh, autographs for the kids, uh, going to different uh, elementary schools, sign autographs, just things like that. Just a lot of community service for the Raiders. That's great. Fantastic. All right, uh, Greg, you have your celebrity question for James. Now. Yeah, I do. I do. I have a feeling I might know one of the answers you might give me, but I, I always ask this question, James, of all of our guests. And uh, here we go. So, James, tell me, what do you feel is the most important thing in life you've ever learned? how to love myself. 
See, if you love yourself, you can do a lot of things. You can do a lot of things. You can help a lot of people. Love yourself. Know yourself well. Know who you can be in life. That's it. Huh, that was short and yeah. sweet, but it was really, really good, James. People can pick up your book on Amazon. Do you have a website, or is it just more? Uh, go to yes. Um, but, well, sorry about that. Uh, you can go to Amazon online, and you can get it at Barnes & Noble. Man, I would love for the guys to go and get it, read it. It's very interesting, and it's to the point, of, and it's an easy read. It's 188 pages. Um, you can find out a lot about me, and I'll find out a lot about yourself. But you may see something in a book that may remind you of yourself and it may help you. But Barnes and Noble online or Amazon online. Appreciate it, James. Thanks again, sir. Thank you, James. Great meeting. All right. right, That was a great story. All right. That was Celebrity Interviews live from the Grotto with Greg Hanna, guys. Take care.